Welcome everyone to the Tuesday Bible Study. Let's start with a word of prayer before we get into today's session. Sorry. Just want to increase the volume and the brightness. Okay. Right. Okay, so we can start. Father, we thank you for the session that we're having today. We pray that you lead us and guide us and reveal your word to us. Holy Spirit, we avail ourselves to listen, to hear, to learn, and to be better as human beings. Reveal the word to us. Help us to understand scriptures. Be our teacher. We are here. We are humble and we're willing to learn. In Jesus' name, amen. Awesome. So welcome everyone to the Tuesday Bible Study. Great to have everyone. Shaika Daniel. Hi. Welcome. I've never seen your handle before. Welcome to the Tuesday Bible Study. Welcome everyone. So let's get to it. So as you guys have known, Psalms 119 has sections and we've been dealing with it section by section by section so now we are getting to a section called hey which is basically a causative word in the original translation which means more of these a lot of the prayers in this section of psalms 119 are causative they are prayers that the psalmist is sort of he's sort of like praying asking god to do stuff for him or praying asking god to help him to be something or to do certain things they're very causative most of the prayers in this section which is from verse 33 to verse 40 they're causative and they're very fascinating prayers and what i love most about this section that we're getting into is it's more or less like a repetition and an explanation of the sections that we've done before because for example you can look at the first one verse 33 it's talking about teach me the verse 34 again is talking about give me understanding so you see that more often than not, it's reflecting back to other areas that the psalmist has already spoken about in the previous verses. So it's more or less like, like something that, like we're revising. It's more or less like we're revising and we're getting into things again and trying to understand things that we've done before. But either way, either way, we love it, we love it, we love it. We love the word here and we are going to get into it. Even if it means we have to repeat things. Sometimes you really have to repeat things because you know, you know that thing where you feel like you understood something, then it's repeated to you, and then you're like, wait, I don't understand this. So it's great. So we get to repeat everything. So I think we can start from verse 33. I will read, and then we'll just pick up some things as we go. Psalms 119 verse 33 reads, Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I shall keep it unto the end. And I love how the emphasis of verse 33 is teach me. The psalmist is asking God to teach him. And teach me your statutes so that I can keep it until the end. And what does this remind you of? If you're a person who follows the Bible study, the Tuesday Bible study, you know that we spoke in depth about teaching, how God can teach us his word. But we did it a while back. I think we did it last year when we were doing the beginning of Psalms 119. Um, I think it was verse 12. So we're going to just recap on that and sort of try to understand what are the ways that God uses to teach us the word. Why is it important for us to learn the word of God? Why is it important for God to teach us the word? So we're just going to reflect on that, on the things that we've learned before, and we're going to reflect on that, and then we're going to go to the next verse. Yes. So the emphasis the psalmist is giving in verse 33 on being taught, it is also mentioned in the previous verse. So continuously we see that it's more or less like the habit of the psalmist that he wants God to teach him something. He's always saying, teach me, teach me your statutes, teach me to walk in this, teach me to do this. So he's always constantly asking God to teach him things. 
right? So the psalmist wants to be taught by God. Now we're going to now get into that revision. We're going to sort of try to understand what does it mean when someone says, when you make, especially like when you're a person and you make that prayer to God and you ask God to teach you something, what does it mean? What are you asking for? And how do you even know that you've gotten that same answer that you're seeking? Because so many times we pray for things and then when the answer comes, we fail to recognize it because we thought it was going to come like in a certain way or come, you know, in a certain form. So if you are like the Psalms and you're a person who wants God to teach you his word, let's get into that. What does that mean? Right? And if you're a person who wants to make the same prayer and ask God to teach you the word, what does it mean? So this is also similar to Psalms 119 verse 12. If you want the verse that we're using to reflect. Psalms 119 verse 12, the psalmist says, Praise be to you, Lord. Teach me your decrees. And we spoke and we explained that Psalms 119 uses different words to describe the word of God. It uses statutes, commandments, decrees, ways, so many things. It uses a different variety of words to just basically describe the word of God. So in Psalms 119 verse 12, he was saying, Praise be to you, Lord, teach me your decrees. So how then does God teach you his decrees? Right? Suppose you get to a place where you're praying and saying, God, teach me your word. How then do you know that that prayer has been answered? The first way that God teaches us his word is himself through the Holy Spirit. Right? If you remember, there's that verse in the book of John 14, verse 26. I think we can just read it for emphasis sake. It says, but the, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, who the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything that I have said to you. The Holy Spirit is a teacher. So the primary way, one of the many ways that the, that the Father teaches us is read. The psalmist is asking God and he's saying, teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes. And in Psalms 119 verse 12, you are saying, praise be to you, Lord, teach me your decrees. So you can see that he is someone who wanted to understand and to learn the ways of God. He wanted to learn the way the, the word of God. And I say the first way, or one of the many ways, or one of the main ways that God uses to teach us his word is through the Holy Spirit. And the verse we just read is emphasized to us that the Holy Spirit is a teacher. The Holy Spirit is a teacher, he's very capable of teaching us the word of God. This is what happens sometimes when you're reading the scripture and you allow the Holy Spirit and you ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, help me, I don't understand any of this. The Holy Spirit is very capable to make you see even something that you ordinarily even missed when you're reading the scripture before. And it's like, take note of that word. Why is there a comma there? What about that word? Have you seen that? Have you ever been in that situation where you read a scripture that you've read multiple times before? But then this time it's like it's different and it's like it's opening up to you. It's the Holy Spirit teaching you, right? So the first is... God can teach you himself by the Holy Spirit. The best way to learn the word of God is from the one who wrote it. But all the writers of the Bible spoke and wrote as they were moved and inspired by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the divine author of all scripture. And 2 Peter 1 verse 20 to 21 reads, Above all, you must understand that no prophecy of scripture came about by the prophets, by the prophet's own interpretation of things. Verse 21. The prophecy never had its origin in human will, but prophets through humans spoke from God as they were led by the Holy Spirit. So we're seeing through the scripture that every verse we see in the Bible, even the, the prophecies that the prophets told, like the verse in Peter is talking about, it's talking about the, the prophecies that the prophets told. 
it's basically saying that they, they did not do it of their own volition. It was the Holy Spirit that was causing them to understand those things. It was the Holy Spirit that was sort of opening their eyes and helping them to see things. Likewise, in this day and age, the Holy Spirit is not resting. The Holy Spirit is able and is, a, is available to us, for us to use him and for us to be helped by him, even to understand scripture. If a person does not understand the Bible, the Holy Spirit, that, that's essentially part of his job. You can just ask him to help you to understand, right? So that's the first thing. The first way God can use to teach you his word is through the Holy Spirit. So how then do you engage the Holy Spirit when you're reading the word? When you're reading the word, you, you just start by asking the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I'm about to read the word. Help me to understand. Give me understanding. Open my ears. Open my eyes. Help me understand. Give me understanding. And you'll be surprised more or less at some of the things that will begin to pop up as you read the word as you go. Yes. So that's step number one. What are the other ways that God can use to teach us his word? Because the psalmist in Psalms 119, verse 33, is saying, Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I shall keep it unto the end. So what is the next thing that we want to use? The second step that we can use is God can use people to teach us his word. God can use people to teach us his word. There are those people that say, ah, you know what, at the end of the day, me, I can read the Bible at home and understand it, and I can just have a relationship with God. There's no need for me to go to church. There's no need for me to be under leadership. There's no need to be for me to be under anything or anyone because I can just read the Bible and understand. And essentially, you do yourself a disservice. One of my favorite examples when dealing with this is we look at the prophet Daniel in Daniel chapter 9, verse 2, right? And let's just read it, and then I'll try to explain it later. So we're now on the second point to those that are just joining us. The second point that is sort of helping us to understand how does God teach us his word? What are the ways that God uses to teach us his word? So we're reading Daniel chapter 9 verse 2. In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood from scriptures according to the word of the Lord given to the prophet Jeremiah that the desolation of Jerusalem was would last 70 years. So in this part of the Bible, in Daniel chapter 9, verse 2, we find the prophet Daniel, and he understood by books. He actually read things that God explained to someone else, things that God had explained to the prophet Isaiah, sorry, to the prophet Jeremiah, things that God had explained to Jeremiah, and he understood through those writings that were written by Jeremiah. That's when he understood that we are supposed to be in captivity for a certain amount of years, but it's not been a certain amount of years. So that's sort of helping us to understand the second way that God uses to teach us things, he uses people to teach us his word. So many times have you ever been in that situation where you can hear one verse and it's explained so many different ways because God uses people to teach us the word. God uses people to teach us, to help us understand the word on your own, even if you read one verse and you understand it. I feel like the word of God is so diverse and it's so multifaceted. You can hear one verse explained from so many angles that you realize that you can never deplete the word of God and it's so vast. So that's why sometimes we have to use the second avenue of people can be vessels that God uses to teach us his word. Do not neglect the teachings that other people give you. Do not neglect the teachings of the word that come from your peers, that come especially from the church you submit under. Don't neglect it. Don't neglect it. God is using that person to teach you the word. And as much as the Holy Spirit is teaching, it's, an, it's coming at another dimension, at another angle as well, that 
God is using that person to teach you the word. So it's important. And it's what's fascinating for me, like with regard to this whole verse, is if you look at the life of the prophet Daniel, remember Daniel was one of the greatest prophets in the Bible. Like he was up there. And he's the one who saw like so many of the visions excuse me, that we see even in the book of Revelation, sometimes he's quoted there, and we see, so he, he saw so many, even in the book of Daniel, like, he saw so many prophecies of the end time, and he saw so many visions, so you imagine a person like the prophet Daniel, and the weight he had in the things of God, and how he saw so many visions, and how he saw so many things, but still, in that weight of character, and in that weight of how Isis, and in that weight of how he carried himself, we still find him in a place where even he is learning from what another prophet saw, which is crazy because you would think Daniel was at that level that he did not need to consult anyone or he did not need to sort of hear what the other old prophet said. But we find him in this place and he is even consulting from the book. So what did God tell the other people? What did God tell the prophet Jeremiah? And that's how he found the revelation that he found that he's speaking about in Daniel 9 too. So we're talking about the ways God teaches us his word. God wants to teach us his word. And the first way that he uses the Holy Spirit, when you read the word, for you to be able to understand the word, for you to be able to understand what you're reading, the Holy Spirit is the author of scripture. So, he has to guide you and he has to lead you. And you have to ask him, Holy Spirit, help me. I'm about to read the scripture. Help me to understand. Give me understanding. Expand my understanding. Right? I'm saying, two, God can also teach you his word through people. God can give someone a revelation of a particular scripture. And when you listen to that sermon, God has taught you. But he has taught you through another person. So that's one of the many ways that we can learn the word of God with. So I think we can leave it on two ways. So he said, Psalms 119 verse 33, the psalmist is asking God to teach him, but this is not the first time. We've seen it in previous verses before where the psalmist was basically just asking God, teach me your word, teach me your statutes, teach me, teach me, teach me. He's a person who wanted to learn the word of God. And that applies to us, guys. As believers, the word of God is our defense it's our understanding, it's our constitution, it's our everything. So for you and your Christian walk, for your Christian walk to make sense to you, for your Christian walk to not overwhelm you, for your Christian walk to be bearable, you have to know the word. Like we literally have no excuse. I love something that Dr. Mars Mono said. He said, if you're a citizen of a country and you don't know your constitution, it's very easy for you to be abused. He said it's easy for you to be abused because you don't know your rights. So anything can happen. People can just come and they can arrest you. So many things can happen. Why? Because you don't have an understanding of your constitution. But then those citizens, have you ever been around? I hate to use this example. More often than not, white people know their rights. They can be in a place and then something funny tries to happen or an employee tries to do something or a manager tries to do something. People are very quick and they know their rights. But no, actually the law says you're not supposed to do that. And you see even the response that those people get, it's different because they're people who know their rights. So likewise, the devil thrives off of our ignorance. He thrives. The area that you're in ignorance about in your life, the area that you don't know about, whether you don't know about fasting, whether you don't know about tithing, whether you don't know about giving, whether you don't know about how to build a relationship with God, the area of your ignorance is where the devil attacks you because you don't have any footing to fight him because you don't know. You don't know. 
you don't know because you don't know what the word of God says about tithes. It's very easy for you to to move a certain way because you, you don't know. And the devil can easily convince you with, with funny things and funny doctrines and so many things that you can read on the internet. Why? Because as an individual, you don't know. And even we see even that verse in the Bible that talks about, I love how God says, my people perish, not because they're, they're weak or they're tired. Uh-uh. He said, my people perish because of ignorance. Ignorance. It's the part or the area of your ignorance. That's where the devil will have a field day with you. So as a believer, this is actually a very beautiful prayer that the psalmist is making in Psalms, the, Psalms 119 verse 33. Teach me, O oh Lord. He's asking for God to help him. To teach me. I want to understand the word. I want to understand. I want to be able to stand my ground, be it when I get into situations where I'm overwhelmed, where I get into situations where I'm experiencing spiritual warfare, where I get into situations where I'm experiencing so many things. I want to be able to stand my ground because I know that at the end of the day, whether you get sick, you know that the word of God said, by his stripes you're healed. So because you know that, you know, it gives you a legal standing or like a footstool to stand on and say, but God, did you not say this in your word? Did you not say that by your stripes I am healed? Then why am I sick? You see, it gives you that legal standing to go into prayer. And remember what we said last week. said, be the kind of believer that always reminds God of his word. Be that person. Be that person. The best way to get into prayer and the best way to interact with God, use his word. Someone said God is a slave to his word. If he has said it, bring it back to him. In this verse, in this verse, you said this. And this is what I'm seeing on the ground. And how then can we reconcile this? Lord, you have to reconcile this because this is not what I'm supposed to be experiencing. Because that is not what you said in your word. So this is the humble prayer that the psalmist is doing that we have to, we have to do as well as individuals. It's a very beautiful prayer that you have to do as an individual to ask God to teach you. Even if he's teaching you through sermons, ask God to lead you to the right sermons. Because <laughs> I'm thinking of this verse that, uh, I don't remember where it is, I, somewhere in the Bible, that talks about doctrines of devils. But we live in a generation where there are so many strange doctrines. Have you seen those? Like even on videos and TikToks. You see so many strange doctrines. So in as much as God can teach his word through, through the people, it, it, through people, it's also important to exercise, what can I say, discretion and ask the Holy Spirit for guidance because it's not everyone you should be listening to. You should be listening to people that actually edify you and you should be people, you should be listening to people that have the right doctrine. You might listen to things that won't edify you or help you in any way. So I love the, so the prayer that the psalmist is doing in verse 33. And he's saying, teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, that I will keep it to the end. Another verse is that I will keep it fully. I love that part because on top of wanting God to teach him the word, the psalmist is saying, you know, teach me your word. Whichever way you teach me, whether through people, whether through reading it myself, through the Holy Spirit, but teach me your word that I can follow it through the end. He's willing to follow the word of God through the end. He doesn't want to follow it part time. Ah, he says, teach me that I may follow your word through to the end. That is beautiful. He doesn't want to, to, to follow the word halfway. So it's important to note that it's a prayer that each and every one of us has to do at each and every point in your life. Ask God to teach you his word. What's an area that you don't know? Another thing that has also helped me as an individual is 
writing a list of topics, topics in general, even simple topics like salvation. There are things that you may not even be able to, that you may think you know, but then you realize you don't understand. So I think the best way sometimes if you're a person who wants to learn about the things of God, write topics, faith, um, what else? Faith, giving, offering, uh, gifts. What else, what else, what else, what else, what else? Talents. You write topics, different topics, salvation, the new birth, the new life. What does it mean? What does grace mean? What does faith mean? What does all these what do all these things mean, right? And then now you sort of try to find sermons around those particular topics. You say, you know what, this month I'm just I'm dealing with faith. I'm learning about faith. What am I listening to? You listen to things about faith, you want to understand. So you get a deeper understanding of these things. So that you become a believer who has footing and you can be able to stand and resist the schemes of the enemy like the apostle peter says so you can be able to resist because the devil always thrive on your ignorance okay there's a comment pastor and he said the willingness to follow without the word without partiality yes that's also what the last part means he said, and, I, and i shall keep your word to the end he's willing to follow the word of god without partiality are we willing as individuals that's a very interesting question okay so we're gonna go to the next uh section verse 34 the psalmist is saying give me understanding and i shall keep your law like i said this section about the section hey from 33 verse 33 to 40 is basically the psalmist asking god to help me to do this help me to do this empower me to do this strengthen me to do this and at first, sometimes it, if you're not very careful, you can be like, well, why can't you just do it, right? But then that brings me back to the verse in Philippians 2.13. That talks about how everything we do, right, it is God that causes us to will. So these are actually legitimate prayers that the psalmist is asking. He knows that at the end of the day, life is very really complex sometimes. And we need the help of God to follow even his instructions. We need the help of God to live, right? We need the help of God to understand his word. We need the help of God to walk in the path that he has set for us. We need the help of God constantly. And we cannot, we cannot live without that. So that's why the psalmist is now coming to this section. And every single prayer he's making from verse 33 to verse 40, which is this section, he is literally asking God to help him to make him, to guide him, to push him, to lead him. He's asking God to sort of empower his steps. The, the walk is hard, but empower me and help me as I go. So now in verse 34, he's saying, give me understanding. Verse 33, he was asking God to teach him. And we spoke about that. Now he's saying, give me understanding and I shall keep your law. Indeed, I shall observe it with my whole heart. And this is also a flashback to, this, to the part that we did where we were talking about understanding. We're talking about how it's the word of God that you understand that will change your life. That verse, that even if it's one verse, find a, a bunch of verses that you understand, that you sit down and you say, you know, this is the verse I'm going to study. And you study it. If the, you, you underline the, what are the keywords in this verse? You underline them. Okay. What, what are the meanings of the keywords in the original context? And you write that and you seek, Holy Spirit, help me to understand this word. Help me to understand this verse. And you sit and you understand that word and you meditate on it. So many times I used to think, before I started meditating, sometimes I used to think, like, someone say I've been meditating on this verse for a week. And the verse is like two lines. I'm like, how do you meditate on that for a week? But it, it actually happens. You take a verse and you think on it. 
you would think on it. You you ask yourself, so is this what this really means? By his stripes, by his stripes I was healed. So I was healed. Why is it in past tense? What about if I'm sick now? By the verse saying by his stripes. You know, you sit and you really think on that verse and it, and it helps you. When you think, I've, I've read somewhere, some, somewhere along the lines, when you're thinking and you're meditating on that verse, something always clicks. It may be like a week into, even hours into, a day into, something always clicks and you're like, huh, I understand that's what this, this verse means. So now the Holy, sorry, the verse 34 is, to, the psalmist is talking about give me understanding. And we spoke a couple of weeks ago about the importance of understanding. We spoke about how it's the word that you understand that will change your life. And we quoted that verse in Proverbs 24, verse 3 to 4. I'll just read it for emphasis sake. It says, through wisdom, a house is built, right? And by understanding, it is established. And by knowledge, the rooms are filled with precious and pleasant riches. Understanding establishes the structure. Wisdom is what builds the structure. But this verse is saying, the structure is established by understanding. And to be established is to be fixed, to be made firm, right? To be prepared, to be settled. So likewise, the psalmist is asking God, give me understanding. It's the word you understand that makes you firm on the faith you believe in, on the things you believe in, on the God you believe in. It's the word that you understand that makes you settle. And I love that example that was spoken about in the parable of the sower. It went on to say one of the seeds, it brought forth 30-fold, it brought forth 60-fold, and it brought another brought forth 100-fold. But all these seeds, the ones that brought forth anything fold, there were seeds that resembled or they are likened to the person who understood the word. That's the person who has fruit. The seeds that were able to bring forth fruit and the seeds that were able to multiply and bring forth 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. These seeds are being compared to people that understand the word. That's the only seed that brought that brought forth fruit. So you see, likewise, it's the word that you understand that will change your life. It's the word that you sit and you understand that will bring forth fruit in your life. And we're seeing even the seed, it brought forth 30, 60, and 100. I mean, even in that understanding, fine, we're here, we all understand the word. Even in our understanding, the level to which we understand the word determines the harvest that we get out of the word. So at, at any point in time, seek to be the person who understood it a hundredfold. That's sometimes it's important. If you have a verse that you're fascinated with, it's not a mistake. More often than not, God is trying to teach you something regarding that particular verse. So if there's a verse you're fascinated with, find different teachers. Okay, what does this particular preacher say? Did he ever preach about this verse? What are the preachers? You are the preachers you listen to. What did your pastor say about that verse? And then you listen to other different opinions or sort of other different teachings regarding that verse, like the prophet Daniel, how he read the book of Jeremiah, and he understood by books that this is what God was saying, and this is what this is how long the captivity was supposed to be. Likewise, that's how you get that in-depth understanding. Because by yourself, you can get only an angle of revelation. But then when you listen to someone else, you're like, wait, that actually means that. And then you deepen your understanding. And like we said, it's the word that you understand that brings forth fruit in your life. It's the word that you understand. My people perish because of ignorance. So let's fight against ignorance. Guys, let's seek to understand the word. You have to build a relationship where you love the word of God. 
I know sometimes the Bible is a hard to read and sometimes you're sleepy when you're reading it. But cultivate, make it a habit. Cultivate a culture that, you know, a day doesn't end. Like I always said, like I said last time, start small. Don't overwhelm yourself. I'm going to read 20 chapters a day. Start small. Even if it means in a day you have to read a verse. Take that verse and take it serious. You read that verse in the morning, you know, you meditate and you think on it. In the afternoon, you take that verse again and you meditate and you think on and you think on it. Before you go to bed, you read that same verse. There is growth in that because you're doing something. And today we are done. Next week, we continue from verse 35. Make me walk in the path of your commandments. Which is similar to how then shall it, wise men cleanse his ways. We did it a few weeks ago, but I'm enjoying the reflection. So next week, we'd love to do a section where if there's a part that you've enjoyed, we're going to do a bit of a flashback if people are around. But thank you everyone for joining today's session it's been amazing thank you so much for joining if you're watching this podcast and you've not given your life to christ i would love to lead you push your right hand on your heart and say lord jesus i repent of my sins i accept you as my lord and savior i believe that you died and you rose from the dead come into my heart cleanse me and make me new holy spirit i invite you into my heart come and dwell in me come and settle in me Father, lead me in my life as I go forth in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we thank you for the session that we've had today. We thank you for each and every person that has watched and each and every person that will watch. We pray and we ask for your leadership and for your guidance. Even as we get into this week, give us a hunger for your word. Give us a hunger to study your word. Give us a hunger to understand your word. Give us a hunger even to read your word. So that even as we read it, we understand it and you edify us as we go. Thank you for each and every person who watched this podcast. I pray that you bless them. I pray that you open doors for them. And I pray that you give them a hunger for your word. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you to everyone who joined today. Thank you to everyone who watched after I post. Thank you. I see you guys. I see sometimes the, the views they shoot after the video is posted. Thank you so much to everyone who watches this. I love it. I love it. I love you guys. Thank you. See you next week. Same time, same place. Invite someone. You know, it's going to be amazing. Bye.